Welcome to episode three of How to Be a Texan. This is Kevin Holder, joined by my friend Kyle Kirkpatrick again this week. Uh, Kyle and I are both native Texans, and we came up with this idea to do a podcast about all things Texas. So we'll delve into topics about Texas, being a Texan, what it's like to grow up or to live here in Texas. Today we're going to delve into the 12 most deadliest animals to watch out for here in Texas. Yeah. All right, so I hate to say it, but this is this is just frightening for me to think about. But if if you live here or or if you're coming here, just please know there are things that will kill you here. Uh, <laughs> and uh, and I am You mean at, like uh, guns? Well, that, talking about guns again? No, I'm not. On the gun time. I'm, I'm off. This is a non. I'm talking about non-humans. Non-humans. Yeah, yeah. And, and so aliens. Um, no, not aliens. But okay. So there's there's an article actually that um, deadly Texas animals hmm. and um, and it's got a list of ten or twelve things here that that will kill you and the the very first one i can't even look at the picture it creeps me out so hard is um as andrew's dying over here um <clears throat> it's a cotton mouth and anybody that know, doesn't know what a cotton mouth is the other the other we name used to it. call it a water moxkin moxin what water mox water moxkin moxin mox it's well, a water moccasin yeah, I guess if you're fancy, but where I was from, it was just a water moxin. M O X A N moxin. I don't know moxin. Watch out for the water moxin. Well, you do need to watch out for them because they're terrible. I, I I can't even look at this picture. Anyway, I'm I'm gonna brave up and look at this picture because it's a water moccasin or that a cotton is a mouth. nasty looking cotton mouth. And so a lot of times you'll mistake these things for these water snakes, but I don't mistake them at all. And so if you see a snake in the water, you don't you don't you assume it's a water moccasin. Disclaimer to PETA. So <laughs> shout out to PETA here. Um, you know my my family uh, saying is a good snake's a dead snake, and and I was raised that way because we have we have bad snakes here we have rattlesnakes we have water moccasins and we have cot, uh, copperheads mm-hmm. and those three in particular are all over the place up yep. here so now not as many uh, rattlesnakes in north texas you don't have as many rattlesnakes maybe not around here but I'm, as i was reading through on this texas and arizona both top the list for the number and types of rattlesnakes oh yeah yeah so they're up there no, Tons the, of rattlesnakes. I went dove hunting one time when I was about 16 or 17. Just went with some friends. Didn't really know what we were doing. Somebody had a lease on about Possum Kingdom. So we decided to go dove hunting. So we took some shotguns out there, drove out there, spent the night. We killed nothing but a bunch of rattlesnakes. Oh That's all gosh. we got. Didn't wow. get a single dove, but killed probably six or seven rattlesnakes. That's horrifying. It's good eating. No, it's not. <laughs> if you're like Gus McRae going through the desert, Yano Estacado, you have to kill a, a horse or a rattlesnake for your dinner. Well, you we don't have to do that anymore. Just eat some popcorn. <laughs> it's fine. Just go by Costco before the hunting trip and well, load up. Yeah, love Costco. I was there yesterday. Not back in my day. Back in my day, oh we my had, to gosh, had to kill out them, of a, skin them, huh. cook them over an open fire. No. 
No, I don't think so. Rub two sticks together to make a fire. No, that's Survivor. It's, it's on tough TV. Way of life. It's on TV. We were naked and afraid. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, the cottonmouth ranks number one as one of the Texas deadly um, animals. Uh, and I agree with that. And one day I'll tell you about my best shot ever. I'm sure I've already told you about that, but with my grandmother. But anyway, I'll tell you about that someday. You shot your grandmother? No, I shot a, <laughs> I shot a cottonmouth to save her life. Really? Uh, my wife. Well, yeah, that would be the time to tell that story. Well, if my wife's listening, she'll be like, Kyle, I've heard that story 300 times. <laughs> it was my. It was a really good shot. I'll tell you about it some other time. Anyway, so number two <laughs> is a diamondback rattlesnake. Um, those are very aggressive, so please be careful for that. Number three, oh my gosh, it creeps me out even to say this, a brown recluse spider. That will kill you dead. You know, Kinder got bit by one of those. Yeah, and it's necrotic poison. It just decays all your skin away. Yeah, she's still got a scar about the size of a half a, half a dollar on her leg. Make this happened right after we got married in That's our first terrible. apartment. That's terrible. It's huge. Brown Okay, but so. we saved her leg. We didn't have to amputate. Oh, thank goodness. That would have been a bummer in the first year of marriage. Well, Amy's first, <laughs> our, the first meal she made for me, it was about three weeks after we got married. I had to go to the emergency department because I had a massive allergic reaction to that. So there's something in that first year. First year is the best. Brown year. recluse spider bites, allergic spaghetti. I don't know. Anyway. What in the world can you do to spaghetti to put you into an emergency room? I don't know. Ask her. <laughs> anyway, number four is an American alligator. So down around the coast, I'm sure. In the we got alligators around here? In the bayou. Oh, yeah. We got alligators. But they're down south. They're in south Texas. And you don't want to mess with them. You I know? heard there's a shark in Lake Louisville. <laughs> <laughs> That got, it was a fake, did you see that fake article? Total <laughs> fake article. No. And it got shared all over Facebook. <laughs> all, I mean, it was all this stuff. Well, be careful if you're boating out in Lake Louisville. They found a shark. Like, I might really? find a big gar. <laughs> That's about it. Yeah. Now, I tell you, if you ever come across an alligator gar... Now, that's a scary-looking thing. That's a prehistoric-looking... Those look like, yeah, something from the Stone Age. Yeah. yeah. You know how people catch them. those things? They'll fray the end of a rope, dip it in pig blood, and throw it out in the river, and that's how they catch it. Why do they want to catch it? Well, they eat it. Real bony, but they eat it. <laughs> <laughs> no kidding. Somebody told me that. I've never done that. Well, why not just eat the pig that you had to slaughter to get I the blood on the rope? I don't know the answer to that. Catch a nasty-looking fish. Any fish that big has got to taste nasty. I, I don't know that. Number five on the list is a Portuguese man-of-war. And the picture of this is this giant blue blob on the beach. You know, that looks That's kind of how I look on the beach. Well, you're not blue. Sometimes. But, well... All right. If you're that dead. is a nasty looking thing. Yeah. Can What's you, that big spine? Uh, I don't know, but it's it's uh, if if y'all Google a man of war, a Portuguese man of war, apparently they will kill you uh, in Texas waters. So please be careful of that. And it's a it's it's a conglomeration of organisms. It's not one. It's a whole bunch of them. So the tentacles themselves are a mass of organisms that want to just kill you. That's, so that's awesome. Terrible. No, I've never seen one, nor do I want to. A man of war? Well, it sounds cool. I mean, it's why, why Portuguese? I don't know. I don't think of the Portuguese as being so tough. Well, they are tough. There's a lot of Portuguese history. They're very tough people. All right. 
But the Portuguese man of war? I have to come, come back to why the Portuguese are so tough. You know, Texans <laughs> don't mess with it. Portugal. I messed with it, man. So like, don't mess you with should, Texas. You should not. The number six on the list is a copperhead. Uh, these are all over the place. Matter of fact, I was weed eating. This was two years ago. I was out weed eating just up the fence line, and I'll be darned. I weed I weed eated the head off of a copperhead. You have a lot of snakes on your place, and I've yet to I've yet to have one here. Well, it came out. It was under a bunch of leaves, yeah. and I hit it, and it started going up the fence post, and then I just maxed. You forced. whacked his head off with the weed I, eater, and then I put a boot to it. That's <laughs> what you do. Well, every time I reach into the, my wood pile out there, I expect that to be snake central. You, sh- you should not. You should do it with like a big stick or something. Well, I wear gloves and stuff, but I've never seen a snake out there. You know, Poncho got bit by a copperhead. Yeah? Yeah. You remember Poncho? Yeah, I remember Poncho. Anyway. One of Kendra's friends got bit by a copperhead. She was sticking her hand in the chicken coop to get the eggs, Hmm. and that sucker was waiting right there. Better. Had to go to the hospital. You know, a very frightening story. My grandmother, this is Oklahoma, so it doesn't, maybe that doesn't count. But anyway, it's south southern Oklahoma where my grandmother lived. She'd send me in her chicken house, and it was a cinder block chicken house, very scary in itself. But anyway, she, she came yelling at me one day. She said, Kyle, you need to get out there and kill this chicken snake. It's in the chicken house. And, uh, and so I went in there, and it was, about, it was about eight feet long. It was the biggest thing I've ever seen in my life. And it's this itty-bitty little cinder block house, and it's me and this eight-foot, you know, terrible snake. And she's like, kill it with this. And she gave, no, she gave me a petrified frog gig. A what? Exactly. (laughs) A frog gig? So it's like a trident. You know, it's got three little prongs on it. And it was probably 400 years old, but that's what they used to eat. They would go out and they'd go frog gigging. Oh. And and they would gig it with these trident looking things. It was just, anyway, so it was basically on petrified wood. And she's like, I'll kill it with this. It was on petrified wood. No, I'm just making that up. It oh. was old wood, and it basically, ah. as soon as I stabbed the snake with this gig, it just blew up. <laughs> <laughs> and it just made it just the snake, up. the snake just got madder, and I had nothing. <laughs> so here's my 80-year-old grandmother, and I'm like, Grandma, you got to go to the house and get something. I can't. Anyway, so I was stepping on it, and... This was a chicken snake? Yeah. What's a, a chicken snake? Well, again, Peter's going to get on us for this, but it's actually a good snake. That, that's a good kind of snake. They yeah. eat rats eat and mice rats and, and all kinds of stuff. But when they get in the chicken house and they're eating eggs, that's a bad thing. Yeah. So you got to get rid of that. Yeah. So, and she would plant golf balls in there and all that and hope that that would kill them. But so they would eat a golf ball and, and hopefully not be able to digest it and, <laughs> and die of indigestion. <laughs> So yeah, so number <laughs> no, number seven on the list. My gosh, you got to look at this. It's a cougar. Can you believe we have cougars in Texas? Otherwise known as a mountain lion. Mountain lion. So we don't have these in Dallas or Houston. These are out in West Texas. But you know, Texas is so freaking big. It's like you know, four or five different countries smushed together. It's so big. Well, anyway, West Texas isn't feels like it's on the other side of the world. But there's all kinds of mountains and plains and all this stuff. Anyway, cougars and mountain lions, they do just fine out there. Yeah, these are a problem all over the Southwest. Yeah. 
well, I don't want to come up against one. You I've know, read, I've read I read an article a few years ago about um, might have been Southern California. There was a bike trail out there. People go mountain biking. Oh yeah, and one guy got attacked by a mountain lion on the bike trail. Took him off the bike. Well, you know what they say about mountain lions? Uh-uh. If you see him, it's too late. Well, yeah, there that you makes go. sense. I, I just made that up. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody says that. I went to San Diego with a friend, and we we were trying to find like this hiking trail. We ended up not finding it, and we were just kind of walking it around randomly because we thought this was like the trail, but it wasn't. And my friend was like, "Like, there's like mountain lions out here. You need to watch out. Yeah, be careful." That's probably the trail where the guy got killed. We didn't see any. But you know, we don't have... Uh, Ramona, California. Ramona. And you can't even shoot them out there. Yeah. Just got to fight them with your bare hands. You know, one, one, one thing that's not on the list is, is bears. We don't, I don't think we have bears here in Texas. But, you know, I do have an interesting story. I, I, I had the opportunity to go to uh, Alaska. And I went fishing with, uh, believe it or not, my brother-in-law's brother-in-law. Anyway, his best friend was Ned, and Ned. <laughs> Are we supposed to know who Ned is? No, oh, okay. no. Well, anyway, but there's. You say it like Ned, like Elvis or something. Well, Ned. I remember Ned distinctly <laughs> now because three years after I went fishing with him, he was out hunting on Kodiak Island and got eaten by a bear. Jeez. All he found was like a shoe in his backpack. <laughs> <laughs> Can you believe that? Wow. So anyway. Texas is not Alaska. Alaska no. is like legit scary with That's killer dark, animals. That had a dark ending. I wasn't expecting that. No, I got eaten. The shoe. I'm not sure which if it was left or right, but <laughs> I'm not sure it matters. All that was left was a shoe and a backpack. A backpack. That's what they found. <laughs> Ned was a good guy, too. Anyway. Good guy. Sounded like he was tasty, too. Oh, uh, yeah. Number eight on the list is a scorpion. Uh, we have striped bark scorpions. I don't know about striped bark, but I, I know we have plenty of scorpions, and they're bad. And then number nine on the list are wild hogs. I mean, you know, who would say those are deadly? Well, they oh, are. Oh, they can be deadly. Yeah. They've got giant oh, yeah. tusks. Yeah. The boar have giant and they're very mean. They're mean. I was just going to say that. They're mean suckers. Yeah. Yeah, I don't. I don't want to mess with those. Number ten is a kissing bug. I I have no idea. It, it, I think it gives disease, but I would add to the kissing bug the mosquito and the tick. We have those, and as we well know, the mosquitoes give West Nile virus, and that has definitely affected our family. Uh, number eleven on the list are coyotes. Got a lot of coyotes. I wouldn't consider those terribly dangerous. They're a bunch of weenies. Not the people. Yeah, but, and that's what this says. It's to pets and livestock. Oh, yeah, they're stone cold killer on kitties. Well, on chickens, too, I think. Yeah. That's several been, of our chickens have been, been donated to. <laughs> donated, yeah. I know we've lost three cats to coyotes, I think. Really? And hawks and owls and whatever else. Anyway, um, and then we've got uh, number 12 on the list is raccoon. Why would they put a raccoon on the list of deadly animals in Texas? I don't know. Well, they're just so cute. Look how cute that guy is. This just says that they're pesky, which they are. Well, they do carry rabies. Oh, it can get into bloody scraps with livestock and pets. I Did guess I ever tell you that story pets. about Lucy treeing two raccoons? Yeah, because you were trying to shoot them. Well, I did. You, you hung out for several nights. I know. Trying to shoot those things. Yeah, yeah it happened. But Lucy, my untrained <laughs> basset happened. My basset hound, she had never been trained. But it is just so instinctual for a bloodhound to be able to 
tree a raccoon. I thought it was brilliant. So, anyway, proud of Lucy. Um, so, anyway, that's... You, uh, you went through a lot of iterations to get rid of that thing, though, didn't you? Well, I, yeah. I, I tried to trap it because it was coming in eating our barn cat food in yep. our garage. Yep. They're so smart. So, anyway, finally I just put Lucy on it. You heard Matt and Brandy's raccoon story, right? Mm-mm. No? Mm-mm. You remember when they moved into that house over by us in Flower Mound? Mm-hmm. Raccoons were living in the attic. Oh. Like a whole family of them. Oh, wow. How do you get rid of that? It took them a while. Oh. But what a nightmare, man. Yeah. How does that not uncover it in the house inspection? I don't know. No, I don't know either. All right. Okay, so that was a pretty scary topic just talking about (laughs) stuff that can kill you. That's just awful. My gosh. Still got that picture of that water moxin. The moxin, as Kevin calls it. Anyway. I I will say this. The... uh, I mean, I would never want one as a pet, but I think the vipers are pretty cool. You know, the vipers, like the rattlesnakes and the co- the copperheads, even cotton mouse, I think, are considered vipers. Mm-hmm. Because they basically have, you know, night vision built in. So mm-hmm. the reason they're called vipers is they got these little pits wow. that sense heat. Mm-hmm. And then their brain will overlay those heat images with what they can see because their eyes aren't very good. So at night, it's basically like they've got night vision mm-hmm. uh so anyway, it's kind of cool to read about. I wouldn't want to run in. I wouldn't want to run into one at night. But well, my only it's pretty cool. I I'll share it with you. Uh, my only story of coming face to face with a rattlesnake, which is is it a viper? Is a rattlesnake? Yeah. A viper? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So it's that triangle head, and that's what you got to watch out for. Is I was coming out of a I had a deer uh, a deer lease down in Junction, Texas, for a long time. Anyway, I used to bow hunt a lot as a younger man, and. Um, I got cocky one day. I had my truck probably six, seven hundred yards away from the deer blind. And I was just, I came out at dusk and I was walking down this dirt road. And I thought, well, I don't need to get my flashlight out. It's still, you know, with the waning light, you know, right at dusk. Mm-hmm. It wasn't pitch black by any means. But I'm like, my car's just right there. I'll just get to it. Anyway, so I'm walking along with my bow in one hand, my backpack on my back. And, um, and I take a step. I remember I was on my left foot, and I took my right foot, came up, and I heard it at my foot in front of me, and it, you know. Oh, you heard it, the rattle. Yeah. It was curled up, and it, and I've never stopped that quick. I stopped. I backed up about ten yards, put my backpack down, got my flashlight out, and there it was. And oh my gosh, that's a close one. Yeah, I almost could have been dead. Yeah. So anyway, I'm sure you had boots on. No, I think I was just in flip flops. <laughs> <laughs> no, well, that's your mistake. I had boots on, but I, I don't know if that would have helped. Oh, I mean, yeah. I mean, as long as you're not stupid, I mean, you got boots on or you wear gloves and stuff, you're not yeah, going to. I don't think it would have helped. I think I'd be dead. <laughs> anyway. You killed a bunch of snakes in your barn, haven't you? Yeah. Yeah, a lot of snakes. I wonder why you got too many this year. I wonder if it's because you got both of those ponds on either side of your Uh place. I don't know. I hadn't this year. I've been real lucky. Yeah. And of course they're all sleeping now. It's cold outside. Yeah. Thank goodness. Maybe they're all dying. So. Well, they do help keep the rats away. So. 
there's something to that. All right. So I think uh, I think that's a, a good conversation today. We gave you, uh, as, as Kevin and I are, are ADD, this was perfect for us because we're all <laughs> over the place. We're talking about stuff that can kill you. Uh, so I think this was uh, this was a fun conversation. So anyway, uh, how to be a Texan? Uh, we appreciate uh, y'all listening, and uh, would also appreciate if you give us some uh, reviews and subscribe to our podcast, and we'll hopefully be able to give you some good fun listening material week after week. Adios, Adios sucker. <laughs> <laughs>